More lessons to be learned from the Twitter situation. This is Mac Voices. Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc, the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, and are available when you need them. Find out more at ZocDoc.com slash MacVoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, the second part of this Mac Voices Live conversation continues our discussion about lessons to be learned from the Twitter situation. In this part, some of those lessons go beyond the social media platform itself. Let's go back and let the panel do the talking. Jeff, I know you've you've sort of moved away from Twitter, um, and I'm I'm. Uh, You're still I mean, posting there, right? No. Oh, you stopped doing that too. Yeah. What? Once the I thought you were cross posting everything. Um. Uh. Actually, my Instagram posts will still show up there, but other than that, no, I I don't have any content that's that's going there. I stopped when the when the API uh shut down, and. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Chuck on on the uh, the activity on Twitter. What I noticed was uh, after the uh, the purchase of Twitter, my uh, my interactions started to uh, uh, drop off. Meaning, I was getting fewer people interacting with me on Twitter, and uh, and my follower count was like every single day just going down. And then, uh, like in the couple of weeks before the API change, my um, interaction from other people tanked, and it it was basically like I was just posting stuff, and it was going out into the ether, never to be seen. And uh, by by the time the API thing happened, uh, I had almost no interaction happening on Twitter anymore. So. When when it went down, I was like, "All right, I guess I'll go check at some point." And it turns out I still haven't. And uh, my my guess is that the people that uh, that are following me on Twitter, for the most part, probably don't even realize because of uh, of the whole thing with with content you're expecting to see from the people you follow. It's just not showing up anymore. Jeff, just a point of clarification. Interactions is a broad term. What engagement. Was the the oh, engagement okay. with my content, meaning people responding, people liking, people retweeting. Okay. Or or DMing back to you. Okay. Yeah. So so I had missed, I admit it. This is something that I missed somewhere along the way. That content was just disappearing. And even though you posted it, was not showing up. In, no. in your followers' feeds, is that what you? No, guys I don't are think that's what's happening. I think, I think it's it's not disappearing. It's just not being promoted out to other people. You know, in you know that uh, that are following you. Yeah, you know, on a robust uh, a way as it was. How is that different and from essentially disappearing? Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> wait a minute, Mark. I mean, if, yeah. if if you're following me and I post, I. My expectation is that my post will show up in your feed, and I would think your expect, expectation is that my post would show up in your feed, right? And, and I've seen and, right, and that, and I, I've seen situations where okay, stuff like that doesn't happen, but you go back to that person if you scroll back in their timeline, the post is there. That's the sense in which I mean it's you know hmm. it, it's there. You know, certainly as a user, it sucks because 
this whole thing was consolidating all these other different content. You know, before that, why don't we go back to uh, 2000 and just maintain, you know, hundreds of bookmarks to go out and go to different websites to see what's doing. I think in this regard, yeah, it really is, um, you know, dramatic uh, drop off in uh, the value and convenience of the service. Hmm. Okay. I, I, I did not know that uh, that was the case, that things weren't showing up when, I got, I'm I have to see stories about that them. over the last week. Okay. Or more Good. stories. I guess I've seen a little bit of it, but in, over the last week, I've seen a bunch of people and people actually going in and like doing what uh, sort of what um, um, Mark was saying, like go in and look at somebody's feed by, you know, and then looking at their thought, you know, like if I'm following somebody, just looking in my main, you know, follow feed where I'm, you know, am I seeing their feeds? No. And then if I go and look just specifically at them, I see, yeah, the, the content is there, but it's Twitter is not showing it to me in my normal, you know, here's the, here's the feeds of everybody I'm fo- following. Yeah. And Chuck, just now that you mentioned this, I don't think I've seen anything from you since, uh, since before Christmas, since, uh, you know, you're, some of your tweets about some of the last uh, Mac Voices holiday gift guides. Yeah, have you done anything on Twitter about all your CES coverage? Because if so, yeah. I haven't seen it. Oh, I've been seeing it. Yeah, that's disturbing. Really? Okay, that's, this is really interesting because, yes, I mean, I post uh, to on both my Mac Voices and my, my personal yeah, account. I see. And, and they go out. So hmm. um, I that's... That's really interesting, and because the way I've, I've seen it's through your your weekend email, you know that has a re- yeah, just recitation of you know the week shows. Right, I just saw you tweet the show for tonight. I mean, it's on Twitter. I mean, yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, then this yeah, is a PSA. There's, there's a CSA. There's a CES one right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's a PSA for folks. You know, if you. Even though you're subscribed, even though it looks like it's working, maybe maybe Twitter's not showing you what you think you should you you want to be seeing. I don't know. I I mean, I've I've said that I'm not going to leave Twitter because I think that that just doesn't suit me. But this also has me greatly concerned. So you know, maybe if you want to go and follow some of your some of the people you really care about um, on one of the backup services. Yeah, I'm I'm looking I at I hope, your I Twitter feed right well. now, Chuck, and I've never seen any of this stuff. <laughs> wow. Well, I've got I've got notifications turned on, so I get anytime you tweet uh, with Mac Voices, I get notified. Mm-hmm. That still works. Yeah, me too. Because I because whenever our show comes on, I always like and and, and retweet it. Mm-hmm. So, David, I have notifications turned on too, and I only get it from you know, a handful of accounts. Is it on? Is it a binary one zero for every all your followers, or do you have to do it on a follower-by-follower basis? If you could see that, I just tap the bell, and then I just choose all tweets. And I'm using oh, the Twitter yeah, client. I'll check that, because I think I would not have done it just for, you know, a couple of... Couple no, I've, of got, I've got a bunch, like Mac, Mac Rumors and 9 to 5 Mac and Apple Insider. A lot of those come up in my feed all the time. That's that's how I stay informed because I get those notifications. And I've been just using the Twitter client all this year time. I mean, I know Jeff was using Twitterific and or Tweetbot and all those others, and you know I know they were a lot more robust. But 
um, Twitter client for me has been okay. I'm just yeah. using I, I use the Twitter, Twitter client Twitter also. Client. So I'll, okay, I'll have to. I'll after the show. I'll. But I use the Twitter client, and although I I didn't have the bell, so I just turned the bell on for Chuck. Yeah. Everyone now. Will, the next one will so, go out tomorrow morning, Jim. Yeah, so yeah. If you think about it, let me know because, I mean, this and to, I mean to everyone. I listen. I appreciate the focus on on Mac Voices, but you know, to everyone, if you're expecting tweets from maybe a local state representative or you know a, a federal official or something, and you're not seeing them, maybe it doesn't mean that they haven't done it. It's just that you're not seeing them. No, yeah. well, I already assumed that. Hmm. Oh, okay. Next. Yeah. Really. <laughs> So actually, I kind of already assumed that before I even Elon came back. So, um, seemed to me like I could never count on seeing all the tweets from people I followed. Hmm. Well, one last thing that I, I, I it feels like an elephant in the room that we have to address, and that is just Twitter's handling of um, the third-party developers and the firestorm it's created. I had this discussion the other day over dinner with, with someone. Yeah, I know Mark's dying to get in. Um, you know, it, look, the bottom the bottom line here is that it's now Elon Musk's service. He can do what he wants with it. He can he can run it the way he wants to. But this just seemed like really, really, you know, just su- such obvious mistakes um, to to alienate so many people out there. Not just the developers themselves, but also the fans of the developers. So, well, also when you assume that people that pay for a third-party client are the you know the serious users that you know are presumably the ones adding you know a big chunk of the people adding valuable content to your service, right? I mean, you know, like John Gruber, we 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 really want Gruber to not be on Twitter anymore. Is that what Elon wants? Maybe he does, but um, I don't see any of his tweets either. I just assume. Well, no, he, he, he has now said, "I'm out." Okay, <laughs> so yeah, so again, I guess, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Well, to, to sort to to bring this into the fold of what we've been discussing, this is another example of uh, absolutely with all due respect to the developers. I, this is not a criticism of them. They were fu- they were fulfilling a need. They were selling a product that people clearly wanted and making money off of it. But if that was their only product or their their primary product, now, you know, they're just they're shut off. So it it's sort of like what would happen to any of us who produce podcasts if YouTube or Apple or any of the the main podcast distribution centers said, oh, "We're shutting down. We're gone." You know, then you have a hope, then it's a problem. So, you know, it, this was just a lose, lose, lose the whole way around to, for, for Twitter, for the developers, for the users. It just was bad news. This is not the first time Twitter did this, you know, about whatever his name was, uh, you know, the, you know, their, their former CEO, the bald guy with uh, black room grasses who came from Google you know, after he came in, he cut off all the developers, and you know there was such an uproar that uh, ultimately they they reinstated it. So you know, I think Twitter just has a schizophrenic view about the the role of uh, developers and uh, and uh, the current owner. Um, 
thinks maybe for some reason that uh, they're losing something by letting third-party apps in instead of viewing it as a way to expand their reach and audience. But um, hey, you know, I, it's this would, a billion dollars. He can, he can, he can do whatever he wants with it. I, I would highly recommend the latest uh, talk show uh, by uh, Gruber's podcast. He had uh, uh, Craig Hockenberry on as a guest. Wow. Uh, <laughs> And it's a fantastic episode, you know, both on the new, uh, you know, what's happening now there, but also on the early days. Um, you, you know, the 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 Twitter bird is I was just Icon Factory. That. It's not, you know, Twitter didn't come invent that logo. Icon Factory did, yeah. and they also invented tweet. Mm-hmm. The right. word tweet. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It just shows how Twitter has been inept almost from day one. <laughs> So but it's, it's but they had a good idea to spread like wildfire, itself. you know, and you know, multiple generations of past, you know, mediocre management, you know, has uh, you know hasn't killed it, and you know the the jury's still out uh, since October about uh, you know the current uh, owner. So we'll oh, to- I, I think the jury has come back into the courtroom, and they have thrown their verdict at the judge. That Jeff, you know, yeah, you, know, you, you can't, you can't say that, you know, and you know, let's revisit this in a year, and until then, you know, Musk is doing whatever he's doing. You know, there's some good things, there's a lot of bad things, but to say, you know, it's going to turn what's into one uh, good thing, Mark, is pre- Mark, what's pre- one good pure. thing? Name one good thing. You know, I've noticed I have, you know, a lot. Of, I don't have all the bot followers I used to have, or the bot traffic. Or the bot traffic. Yeah, and there's less advertising. Well, I don't yeah. I don't think that's the case. I don't I really don't well, I see I think I see less. With the current state of Twitter and the and the management trajectory, Twitter is poisoned. And there's no way that Twitter can recover from the situation it's in. It can become something different. But to say that Twitter is, or to say that the jury's out and and we don't know what uh, what's going to happen with Twitter, we've already seen it because it already happened. The 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 whoever chose to to poison this platform has done it, and it can't be what it was ever again. So and is that a bad thing? I, I, I mean, well, what, it depends on what it turns out to be, and what, what we're saying today that this is not good. Not that it's going to die or disappear. And you know, people can decide if they like it or they don't like it. But you know, again, yeah, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, you don't even need a jury to know it's it's different. You know, under Musk than it was. You know, as a public company. You know, is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? You know, I think it's still a gigantic work in progress. Each individual community is their own jury. There's no massive jury, right? Until the whole thing yeah. collapses. That's but each individual point. community. But again, you're, you're, like you're, making, each you're, niche, you're making a speculation there. It may not collapse. No, no, no. This is just how people work. Like <laughs> each small community, like once um, um, there has been enough of a mass exit at Exodus, it mostly doesn't exist for that community at that location anymore. For many of the Apple nerd people that many of us follow, they have left. And so that jury is mostly out for that particular 
group. That doesn't mean there are other groups that this is affected almost not at all. There are. Um, but for people who are friends of friends of developers who all got hosed because they made a Twitter client, those people are, it's pretty easy for them to pick to be out. But but there's no one jury for everything. But for a lot of the people that we tend to follow and tend to talk about, that one is. It, it's done. And they won't oh. come back, probably. I don't not think likely so. to come back. I don't think so at this point. I think Mastodon is going to probably capture that. And, you know, so I'm a developer and I've definitely seen that, that, you know, that's really why I got into Twitter and that the developer stuff I see on my feed has almost completely disappeared. There are other communities that I'm in there that I agree with Brittany that are still seem mostly unaffected. Um, which is why I still, if it was just for developers, I would have no reason to go there because there's just no, that content's gone and all the people that I knew there are gone. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by ZocDoc. Find out more at ZocDoc.com slash Mac Voices. There's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. Instead of listening to you intently, Asking how you feel and helping you along, the doctor is checking the clock. You're the patient looking for care, not the other way around. On ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you, listen to you, and prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more doctor roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor you haven't met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. Go to ZocDoc.com MacVoices and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's ZocDoc, Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Mac Voices. ZocDoc dot com slash Mac Voices. Thanks to ZocDoc for their support of Mac Voices. The one thing that I've, I've really noticed as I'm publishing my CES content is that there is no default social media presence now for most of the companies. Some might be on Instagram, some might some some might be on Facebook. Everybody, I mean, I'm gonna say I'm gonna take it to 98%, 95 to 98% are on Twitter. Okay, so if I at them when I'm doing my post, I find them on Twitter. Not so much Instagram, not so much Facebook, not so much TikTok, not so much anywhere, Mastod, definitely not Mastodon. Um, and that's not a shot at Mastodon either. It's just, I, I just I feel the way like, it is. Yeah, we we aren't there to that default baseline social media presence, and that is a a big deal, you know. And did did we lose Webb? Yeah, Webb's gone because I I want to get I want to get his take. You know, but um, I feel like this this is a real loss, and it makes me wonder. It's one of the reasons I'm still on Twitter. Because I know that these companies have a presence there. Are they are they paying attention to it? I don't know, but they're there. 
think so. it'll take a while for for automation systems to come up with another place to publish. Um, a lot of uh, a lot of the marketing people knew how to deal with Twitter and Instagram and so on, um, and they had kind of a workflow. And if you contracted with the company to help you, it was just an easy push it out to Twitter. Um, it's not something where the tools are all there yet for Mastodon. I mean, Twitter when it first started, it was pretty rough. So I mean, the one the one benefit, I guess if you want to phrase it that way, of everything going on in Twitter is that the Mastodon clients have improved greatly. Uh, you know, Ivory um, by TapBots, um, IceCube, Toot, um, all of those clients have, have really, really rapidly improved. Lots of versions, you know, over, over a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the kind of activity I remember seeing on Twitter when it first started and it it took I don't know Jim like year and a half or so before before this all started stabilizing on Twitter yeah when you know I, I didn't pay I, I wasn't involved in Twitter for I really I didn't get a Twitter account till 2018 so um and 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 you know actually one of the reasons why I delayed was because of the first time they uh we're mean to developers. And, you know, I looked and, and said, well, I don't want to get attached to um, clients that, you know, Twitter is just going to, you know, I'll get used to it and then they're going to dump them. Um, and, and then when I finally did get on Twitter, and it was sort of a backwards reason why I did, we'll get into that now, but I, I didn't use any clients because I was like, I think probably, you know, Twitter is going to do the same thing sometime. I, you know, this is obviously uh, Elon Musk was nowhere around, but I was just like, I just don't trust it. I'm, I'm just going to use the official stuff, and that seems okay to me. And I don't want to get attached to something else. So, you know, Twitter always felt kind of uh, precarious to me in terms of that, and especially Twitter clients, and 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 certainly, you know, Twitter was not as you know, uh, except for in the very early days, was not really very supportive. You know, it felt like an adversarial um, relationship between Twitter clients and, and and Twitter. And, you know, they, they didn't improve the API. My understanding was in the last year, that was kind of improving. In fact, Craig Hockenberry mentioned that, that he felt like that was kind of thawing in the last year before Elon came back. And then it was like, um, of course, that turned it all around. But um well, so micro.blog I know allows or they are friendly to developers for third-party clients. Facebook, is there is there a third-party client for Facebook? Facebook is not friendly to third-party clients. It's a silo. Okay. They, they yeah. want you on on yeah. there and and you know that's it. That's yeah, the well, I mean, point. Don't ever all, don't ever comes, leave Facebook. It all comes that, down that to other advertising. internet out there, ignore that. The rest of the web, we we want you to pretend the rest of the web doesn't even exist. Well, did did all of these Twitter clients kick back into Twitter for advertising, or because I mean that's basically why Facebook doesn't allow third party is they want you to see their ads. So if you're using a Twitter client, are you seeing Twitter ads? No, no you're not. That's a but, Twitter thing. Not but that's a, a Twitter thing. They didn't thing. put that in the API. 
but but so, well, my point, I, I guess, where I was going with this is that there are one thing that Twitter has accomplished, not not nicely and not not in, in uh, the right way, but they've retaken control of their platform away from somebody who's presenting another another iteration of their platform. That's not the right word. Another view into their platform. I, I mean, I, I, here I go again. I, I'm just trying to think of the main social networks. So there's a there's a TikTok client, an official. T- are there multiple TikTok clients? Mm-mm. Are there multiple Instagram cl- clients? Mm-mm. Okay. Pinterest. I have no idea about Pinterest. That's a good question. Well, but it all comes down. It all comes down to the same thing. If if you allow a, a lot of developers to come in, and I'm playing devil's advocate here. If you allow a lot of developers to come in and other than possibly adding more users to your network, but they're not seeing the advertising that you need to keep the, the, the you know, the, the servers running and the doors open every single day, then it probably shouldn't come as a big surprise as sooner or later, the rug is going to get pulled out from under them. I don't think it was a surprise. If anything, I, I think the surprise was that it took so long. But, uh, you know, there's other things that, A, there's other things they could have done. They did not ever, Twitter never made any effort. I mean, they published the API, said, here's the API, use it. They didn't put advertising in the API. They've had, you know, a dozen years. They didn't do that. They didn't do that now. They, they, they could have done that. Um, and, and then, you know, certainly... Uh, you know, they could have discontinued it in a way other than in the middle of the night, just, you know, yanking the keys and, you know, not, you know, they, they didn't announce it. They didn't say, oh, you know, we'll give you six months or 48 hours. It just stopped working. Well, sometimes um, you just pull the Band-Aid off. Why? That's without totally. an announcement cool. though. Who, who I mean, would ever want to do business with somebody that operated their business like that? I wouldn't. Well, the I wouldn't want to advertise again, with them. I the wouldn't want to be associated with them. I wouldn't want to be a Tesla vendor or a SpaceX vendor. None of those companies care. They want they want you to view, to view their advertising on their network, and whether they gave them. No time at all or six months, the, the same complaining would have happened over all of these Twitter clients disappearing as what already did happen. So likely they just decided that if it was going to happen anyway, then just just yank the Band-Aid off and, and wait for the fallout and see what happens. But all of these other companies that advertise with Twitter or with SpaceX or with Tesla are they're not looking at, at well, are the, are the developers not happy? They're looking to see how much engagement they get on Twitter from the people that are on Twitter. And if there are still you know, a lot of people, of let me finish. Come on, don't interrupt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if they're still getting engagement from people that use Twitter and, and they've got, they probably have the metrics to show whether that's still happening or not, then as far as Twitter is concerned, what difference does it make? that all of these clients don't work anymore. And if the developers that weren't contributing monetarily to Twitter are upset about it, they probably don't care. 
And it's, it kind of shows that they don't care because they just, like you said, they did it in the middle of the night. It's like the Baltimore Colts pulling out in the middle of the night and going to Indiana. Yep. <laughs> I, I think cow. most of the complaining is not from the developers. It's from the customers of the developers. I think it's from, from the both. people that use those, from people that use those clients. I think it's from both, Jim, and I think it's because the, the those develop the developers are well known in the community, well liked in the community, and those those the software they wrote were was a piece of software that people used frequently, intensely, and so and I know guys playing devil's advocate, I, I but I think he's he's onto something. Um, I think it's it was not handled well. It could have been handled a lot better from a sure. PR standpoint, but you know. The point I was trying to make earlier is that with the exception of micro.blog, every one of those social networks wants you to use their network the way they want you to use it. Not necessarily the way you want to use it, but the way they want you to use it. And that's what Twitter has now basically accomplished. You either use the web interface, you use TweetBot, or you... TweetDeck? Excuse me. TweetDeck, excuse me. Yeah. TweetDeck, or, um, or the native... Twitter, Twitter, iOS, or Mac Twitter client. So now they're on a level playing field with all the other social networks. I'm not saying I, I'm happy about it because I too was a TweetBot user. I too find the the the, uh, the native clients wanting. Um, certainly, TweetDeck has some nice features, um, but I I want TweetBot back. I know it's not coming back. Well, you know. Uh... Some, you know, one, one question of guy, what do, what do these people contribute? Well, some of those people are not going to use Twitter anymore. Um, so, I, I mean, I think Elon acts like, you know, everyone should be, you know, the, the, the point is these social networks is people, they're, they're, the content comes from the users. If, the, if users don't make content, there's nothing, you know, there's absolutely no value. Right, so these these companies are extracting value from the free content that people have made, and if people stop making content, then um, you know there won't be any more. And that's you know look at say MySpace, for example, or uh, Google. What did they try to make? What was that called? I forget now. Several. Um, well, there was one main one which I actually used and liked uh, mm. for a while. Oh. One with yeah. circles. Um, what was it called? I can't remember what it was called. I think that was it. I think it was Circles. Maybe. Maybe that. Maybe that was the name of it. And it was sort of a combination of Twitter and Facebook. Um, but and, Jim, and you, I kind of. Yes, sorry. No, I'm just saying that you know the point is that the value comes out of the users, and and Elon is like you know, let me crap on all the users, everything he's doing, and and I think this is what. Jeff's point gets to of poisoning. Um, you know, he's poisoning where the content's coming from. And uh, it's, you know, you can only do that to a certain extent. Google Plus, right? That's the one. Good job. I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> he's, he's poisoning where the content's coming from. And um, you can see it. That the content is definitely not nearly as good as it was six months ago. But you just brought it right back around to where we started this conversation, that 
if you are a content creator, you should be, I'm not saying don't build it on a platform like Twitter. I'm saying be aware that it could be pulled out from, you, from under you at any minute, one way or another. By, because you yep. get banned, because your audience go, decides it, it's going to go in mass somewhere else, you know it's. But but what are you going to do about it? I mean, people aren't just going to come to your website. That's name me one website where that you that's know, people... where the social media networks come into play. You you put the links out to your content on all the different social media networks. You lose one social media network. Well, you're still okay. on all the others. You're still on all the others, but your content didn't go away. And right. for the people that are already following you and interested in your content, they know where to find it, even if the social network goes down. Because if you're well, smart, you've been promoting your presence on all the social networks. Right. On all the social networks. The panel finally wraps up their comments about Twitter and the lessons that can be learned from everything that's been going on in the next edition of Mac Voices. We also touch on Spotify's handling of their layoff announcements and what lessons can be learned from that as well. That's next time on Mac Voices. I'll see you then. As always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, Consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.